Hello, all you beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Workman. I'm old Squirtin' Strings McCoy. That's right, and it's your boy Trav. We are your Oscar Grouches, and welcome back to the Oscar Worsty Podcast, our Thursday show, Thursday where we take a look at the oeuvre of a one perennial Oscar bridesmaid and knower of cinema, Mr. Martin Scorsese. And what are we watching this week, Zach? This week, we're watching the blues. Feel like going home? Marty and blues musician Corey Harris take us on a spiritual journey, tracing the roots of the blues to the Mississippi Delta and beyond in this PBS documentary opening episode. Excellent. This is everybody's first time watching this. Yes. I watch this every week. No, just kidding. It was my first. I also didn't know it was a PBS doc till you just said that, Zach, this whole time. Also, uh, Also my first. So, uh, what have we started calling this one? Fursaisies? Fursaisies. Fursaisies. So, that's That's us tonight. Uh, And uh, since there's no Oscar breakdown, PBS documentary, we could just jump into talking about the film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Zach said, this is episode one of seven in an entire documentary series. I kind of want to watch the rest of this now. Me too. Oh, there's more. Yep, yeah, there's a yeah. uh, next episode's by Vin Vethers. Oh, I Vin, love Vin, Vin Wenders. Vin Vendors. Vin Vendors. <laughs> Who was that? He's just a director. Oh, He's a German director made a lot of interesting things in the lot of, 80s primarily. A lot of existentialism. Hmm. Uh, Richard Pierce gets episode three. Charles Burnett does episode four. Mark Levin does episode five. Uh, Mike Figgis does episode six, and episode seven is done by none other than Clint Eastwood. Nice. I don't think I want to listen to Clint Eastwood fucking narrate anything, to be honest. (laughs) I I wonder if he narrates. Let's see. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Ray Charles is in that. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So So the uh, whole the whole show is produced by Marty, right? Yeah, the whole show is uh, is from Kappa Productions, so right. yeah, yeah. It's, it's all done by Marty. Uh, he only directs the first one, as I, as we just discussed, and uh, mm-hmm. that's why we're covering that one specifically. Nice, man. I I just love learning about art. Oh music. yeah, for sure. It's yeah. just the best. Yeah, and I love the blues. I mean, I Robert Johnson, Muddy Waters, BB King, that kind of stuff. I've always been familiar with, but mm-hmm. some of this really early Delta Blues origin stuff. I I didn't know much about Sun House. I mean, I'd heard of Taj Mahal. But. Yeah, I was I was a big Charlie Patton fan for a while, so I listened to a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love Robert Johnson. Uh, I love the way, um, you know, it's both a, like a documentary of the history and also a personal spiritual journey for Corey Harris. Like, oh, yeah. It really works. And, yeah. Know, most of my favorite scenes are just Corey Harris sitting on somebody's porch and them talking to him. Bro, yeah. so good. Any like, Anytime he's just talking <laughs> with some old-ass black dude, you know, <laughs> out in, you know, Mississippi or Illinois or, or you know, wherever yeah. they're at. And I'm just like, you know, pl- playing, uh, the, playing the flute, playing the guitar, playing whatever, man. I was like, yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the most interesting uh, old dudes and storytellers. Just mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and he's soulful black dudes, yeah. and and Harris is certainly vibing off of them. Mm-hmm. He's, he's having a good time. Yeah, yeah. I wish he got a little bit more respect when we talk about music from Virginia. 
You know, mm-hmm. he's he's not a name that gets mentioned enough. Yeah, I had to I had to rewind when he, when he ends up in uh Molly uh Molly later on in the film and the one guy's like hanging out of the car window. He's like, "Hey, where's you from?" He's like, "I'm from Virginia." Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so he's still living in Charlottesville. Yeah, I had to rewind it to make sure that's what he said too. Oh, you didn't know who Corey Harris was. I just didn't realize he was from Virginia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I went to school with a guy named Corey Harris, and that was like the hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you'd call it a running joke, but Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we would always put two and two together, you know. They were both named Corey Harris from Virginia. So Yeah. I um I had a passing familiarity with him. I mean, I I know he's on the Mermaid. Uh, Avenue albums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seeing his yep. name there, but yeah, he's cool dude and a good, yeah, uh, good. What's the word? Ad lib, uh, freestyle partner. Like he was, like you said, he was vibing and and just yeah. jumping into whatever anyone was throwing. Uh, oh yeah, he's a great blues guitar player. Absolutely loved him and um, Keb Mo playing "Sweet Home mm-hmm. Chicago" together. Right. That's, that's a that's a song I grew up with because it was on the Blues Brothers soundtrack, and you know to find out it was written by uh robert johnson later on in life mm-hmm. just kind of deepened my love for it yeah and i know it sounds cliche but anytime you get to see something with muddy waters in it you know i'm mm-hmm. in for a good time i'm i'm the same with lead belly like uh-huh oh yeah put lead belly on screen and i'm suddenly transfixed uh hudy ledbetter is one of my favorites I always feel like blues players have like cool nicknames or, you know, like they're like boxers, you know what I mean? And UFC fighters, they got like that cool middle name thing that describes them or something, the way they play or something. (laughs) It's cool. I'm like, man, we we need new podcast nicknames, bro. Well, Zach's got squirter. (laughs) (laughs) But he's covered. He's good. (laughs) All set. Uh, yeah i think um you know obviously the episode you got some narration from marty which is nice but he mm -hmm. he he doesn't put himself in there too much because it feels like he understands it's not really his space he's like here let me i like (laughs) hand this over (laughs) i like that that marty essentially just gives you a lot of like setup Mm -hmm. but he he essentially lets these 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 old men that Corey Harris is talking to, like, tell you about it. Yeah. Or he also just... pro- he's also providing like the background information. So he sets you up and then, you know, hands it off. Yeah. Or or he uses a little bit of like documentary footage to to give you just a little more context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean it could come off a little, you know, I'm not not going to preach on whatever it could be, but you know, if you got an old white guy sitting here talking about the pain and suffering, no, just set it up and let, let the the guys who've, who've lived through it and talk about it and, you know, talk about the history of the music that represents the pain and the suffering and, and the, the origins and, um, the history of the, the art and the storytelling that comes back, you know, as they see all the way from their African roots. He's just there to give you some facts. Yeah. But he's not there to set the mood. Yeah, right. yeah. And it was cool, man. They sprinkled in, like, I didn't know this stuff about, 
you know, they would make it seem like it was about women, but really it was about, you know, masters and slave owners and, you know, taking your money and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's just, that's genius. Yeah, it you is. Know, just I, that's that something I never really thought about. I, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. The one um, thing I would have liked to have seen, is, it's a, a very minor complaint, is I was looking at some of the cinematographers for the, the show, and nobody has any, like, links. I don't know if they're just, like, PBS uh, employees or or if they just got a regular camera. But I feel like some of the camera quality wasn't great. The editing was okay. But, I, I mean, we just get so used to... So, I... I had read that as a as a uh, a comment on like IMDb or mm. somewhere, uh, and all I could think was, you know, you're probably working off PBS money, which isn't a ton, right? right. And on top of it, you're wanting to go get these these real candid interviews with people on front porches and in that's true small huts. You're not going to want to bring like. <laughs> a giant re camera with you yeah it's probably just like that could ruin the mood too <laughs> yeah, yeah like especially when you're going to like west africa and it's like why are we bringing a camera that's worth more than the fucking part of the country that they're in you know what i mean like yeah so that's so a good point they might have just like a, a small digital camera that they can mm-hmm. they can lug around pretty easily or maybe even like a small shoulder camera that they can use uh, I could have just been Corey's boy or, you know, somebody yeah. that he was cool with and, you know, gave him the hookup for, Hey, I got this job for PBS and ain't going to pay much, Yeah, absolutely. but you know, we'll just, it's just a one camera thing and we're going to go around and talk to people. Yeah. So, so while, well, yeah, it, it'd been nice to have some crisper stuff. Cause you know, when, uh, Harris and Keb Mo are doing that one thing that that whole sequence looks really nice because it's shot in a studio and mm-hmm. they're probably using much nicer cameras. <laughs> probably yeah. just, probably just Marty like, Hey, come over to my house. Let's, let's play some music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think for the performance stuff, it's a little bit more fluffed up, but like you said, I just think when it's, Hey, we're going to go out into the, to the sticks and talk on the porch, just grab the digital camcorder and let's rock. Yeah. It really does kind of suit the, it suits the mood. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Watching this, I don't know if y'all have ever seen um, Sonic Highways by the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. That was a really good series. It's just such a good mm. series. And, you know, their whole thing was they traveled and rec- every song that they did was about the area and the history of the music from that area that yeah. they recorded in there. And, you know, um, I don't know if you've ever heard the song. um, What's it called? Conjugation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is it but, from that, that album, or is it? Oh, the album's up? called Sonic Hideaways, but there's yeah. a song on it called uh-huh. uh, something like that. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. he's talking about like muddy waters and all this stuff. Like he's got all these blues lyrics from it mm-hmm. because of where I think they were out in Illinois when they did that song or whatever. And that's what this thing made me want to go watch Sonic highways because I love music documentaries that take a deep dive into the culture of music of the surrounding area of where they are. Yeah. I just, uh, I started looking up the, the cinematographer for this episode since you brought him up, Zach. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, his name is Arthur Jaffa. 
and he shot Daughters of the Dust, the Julie Dash film from 1991, which is mm. just a landmark piece of cinema. Oh. Uh, like the, the, I believe, like the first film written and directed by a black woman. Okay. Uh, oh. Yeah. So that's a. Oh, he shot Crooklyn. The oh, Spike Lee movie. Oh, oh wow. Man. Okay, so let me uh, take back anything negative about him, because Crooklyn is a magnificently shot film. It sure is. Uh, it just comes down to the budget and the camera. But uh, like you said, it, it works. So Yeah, I, I I like what they do with it, just mostly because it's like, you're not going to show up with this giant film crew and get people who don't yeah. trust uh, authority to, to talk to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... Yeah. You show up and you got like a little handheld camera. Yeah. You're you're more likely to get a lot of stories out of people. Mm-hmm. And there's just less good archival footage and Yeah. Scenes where you just listen to the music and Yeah. I, I think my my biggest problem with it is it's just a little a little loose, but at the same time that kind of fits it for being about the blues. Mm-hmm. Like the structure is just kind of all over the place, but it works and it doesn't at the same time. Yeah. yeah I, I, <laughs> go ahead. No, I was going to say, honestly, I didn't know it at the time, but now that Zach's mentioned it's a PBS documentary, it literally just feels like a PS, a PS, <laughs> a PBS documentary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like Scorsese was like, hey, I know how, we could capture that vibe. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it. Yeah. So. And um, it'd be interesting to see how it ties into the rest of the series. I know they're kind of standalone and uh, directed by different people. Um. But it would be nice to see how they all complement each other because I know they go through different points and it is kind of, from what I was looking like, it does look like it's almost chronological leading up to more modern blues. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't think I like it enough to, I didn't realize there was, what would you say, six or seven episodes? Seven episodes. At an hour and a half each or whatever it is. Varying lengths, yeah. I don't think, I, I didn't enjoy it enough to invest that kind of time yeah into, i don't into it but you know i don't think i'd like sit down and watch them all back to back but if, if i'm just looking for something to watch and i come across it in my list i might be like oh yeah you know what i might put on episode two yeah that one's episode two is narrated by larry fishburn oh now i'm definitely yeah. gonna watch episode mm-hmm. two episode three has is the one that got bb king in there i love bb king Me too. absolutely Ooh. lightning hopkins in episode four I don't... Anyway. This is going off the rails a little bit, but have you ever seen the clip where um, B.B. King's on stage, and I guess John Mayer's hanging out backstage, and B.B. King's playing, and then he calls John Mayer out, and he calls John Mayer the greatest blues guitar player of all time. And, like, (laughs) I don't think it matters if you agree with B.B. King saying that or not. It just, when he said that, and John walked out, and John was like, nah, no way, you know, like, no. shaking it off. <laughs> I was just like, holy shit, like, even if 90% that's- of people said that's bullshit, you had the God call you the God, you know what I yeah. mean? That's why I was yeah. like, Bro. That's why he's got that ego. That's why, of course, that's why he acts like his yeah. dick's so big. B.B. <laughs> King said he's the greatest blues guitar player of all time. <laughs> uh, I, you know, if, if I ever did a film with Jack Nicholson, he introduced me as the greatest actor of all time. Yeah, right. that'd be me. I'd be like, yeah, of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have seen 
John Live, and he is in, he is incredible. I'm I'm not gonna anoint him as that, but right. him and his band, they're fucking good. Yeah, he's he's a very talented guitar he's player, a very talented musician, kind of a douche, but he's a very fucking talented musician. Uh, that's yeah. that's a lot of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was a big fan of a continuum. Like, oh yeah, that, oh when yeah, album came out. I was like, you know what, John Mayer's all right. Yeah, yeah. Once he got away from the original label <laughs> body, and I don't necessarily hate oh. that song. Like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I don't know if I've ever told you guys, but like, my little brother went to Berkeley, and I was going to audition to go to Berkeley, and mm. like. John also went to Berkeley for a semester, but he used to mm. come in and do like seminars at Berkeley. And mm. he was like, if I could tell y'all one thing, it's you're going to have to compromise your art if you want to succeed in living off of your art. And sometimes you got to make songs like your body is a wonderland. <laughs> if you want to eventually make an album like Continuum, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just kind of is what it is. I'll have to yeah. check out Continuum. Oh man, no! You've never heard that album. I Dude, didn't like John gone. Mayer for a long time, so just that album and bro, Paradise Valley, so good. It's an incredible album. Pretty much, he like bought this property out, like in Wyoming or something, and went out there and just wrote all these songs about like stories. Like, imagine writing a movie script, but it's a song. That's what he did for that album, and it's so good. Cool. So yeah, definitely check out Paradise Valley too. Sounds yeah. very um uh I completely Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. Concept album. How it goes, bro. Yeah. The blues. The, the blues. blues. I love the blues. the blues. I'm not gonna say I'm a huge blue. You know, I don't listen it's not my go to music, but when I'm in the mood, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm jamming to it, I'm fucking jamming to it, bro. It's just so good. Mm. Got it. Hey, Get now I'm thinking about B.B. King's uh, restaurant. I went to the one in Orlando and uh, that's some of the best food I ever had. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um, my little brother, Justin, has a Lucille, you know, B.B. King signature. Mm-hmm. I think I think he um, what kind of guitar is that? Who's he with? I don't know. Is that Epiphone? I, it might be Epiphone. Yeah. But it's sweet, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's sweet. It's a sweet ass fucking guitar. It's got like nine different. Switch. I'm not a guitar player, so I don't know, bro. But it's got like nine different fucking things you can do on it. It's sweet. Uh, no, Lucille is a Gibson. A Gibson. There you go. There you go. Uh, and Lucille the guitar has her own Wikipedia page. Nice. That's wild. <laughs> that is wild. John Lee Hooker, Son, Son House, Taj Mahal, Keb Mo, Willie King, Ali Fakatur. I love Keb Mo. More Keb Mo, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody else got any more notes on the blues? Feel like going home? Uh, I really don't. No. All right. I, I I like the way they trace the origins back to um you know West Africa and mm-hmm. you know we think about the blues how it developed and you know jazz and hip hop and just uh, the continuing story of uh, poetry uh, and struggle and I was gonna say if you watch any music documentary that talks about the roots of that genre it always goes back to african-americans like no yeah. matter what it is yeah. generally yeah yeah I mean, yeah the so. blues is the blues is pretty much the the progenitor of all of american rock. music country yeah, yeah. rock like it's true it's that's what it is uh i do love that scorsese opened up with that fife and drum 
oh uh he 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 lays in the fife and drum and then he just kind of lets you know where this is going to mm-hmm. yeah without without telling you overtly what it was going to be i like that yeah and also i was going to say he uh remind me a lot of the uh, the opening scene from gangs of new york the, yeah. the music i mean <laughs> right <laughs> you know not that you know is that same kind of homebred uh struggle of the others i guess yeah Right. All right. So let's jump into our worsty judgments. Trap. Yeah. Where's this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where's this sitting on your Thursday rankings? Man, you know, um, I came in. You know, I thought it was. A, I I ranked it four stars. I I enjoyed it. Um. Again, not enough to sit through another six or seven episodes at an hour and a half piece or, you know, whatever it is. But, right. yeah, I, again, I could listen to fucking Martin narrate, you know, about how they make a blender for all I give a shit. You know, if Martin's talking about something, I'm listening. Will so, it blend? You know, I could hear him talk about how the the digestive system produces farts and why you're smellier than other people. I don't give a shit what he's talking about. I'm going <laughs> to listen. So I gave it a four star. It's sitting at my 17th spot right under the last waltz and right in front of the neighborhood. Um, only because neighborhood just wasn't quite long enough to put it up high. You know what I mean? But yeah, there. that's what, that's where it's sitting. Nice. Zach. Hi there. Where you got this sitting on your Thursday rankings? I also gave it four stars. Um, and I've got it cozied up uh, next to my voyage to Italy at number 14. Um, and, you know, I don't want to say I wish it was longer or anything. I It's just, uh, it, it feels like a scratch of the surface. It is an entry episode to this series. And, and in ways, it feels like that. So, i uh, that keeps me from ranking it higher as a standalone piece, but right, yeah, mm. four stars, number fourteen. And how about you, Mister Paul, uh, bleeding fingers, workman? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I also gave it four stars. I think this is really nice. It's a little, little messy, but the messiness mm-hmm. kind of works for its charm. Uh, I have it sitting down at my twenty-eight. Yeah. Really like it. You probably have a lot more four and a half stars than yeah. We, well, do. <laughs> we talked we talked about that last week. So <laughs> I I'm just not afraid to give things that I like high scores. Right. Good, <laughs> good. I uh, I don't feel like I need to nickel and dime everything. No, no, you don't. I mean, you're talking to a guy who fucking gave Sonic two five stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. hey, don't be scared to rank. You know what you like. I am high scared. Rankings. You know, I am scared. You pretentious <laughs> we, fuck. Scared. We know you are, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Quake in your boots. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to be it for today. We're going to call it here, Trav. Hey. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uncle Chom. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, we were talking about that off air, Zach, about how you casually, you know. Just snuck put, it in. Put that, snuck yeah. it in there. Uncle Jobs. Uncle Jobs. Um, <laughs> where can people find you on the socials medias? Um, 
I am. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I completely lost my train of thought because of that. <laughs> I, I am on the Instagram at ZK Audio. You can also find me on the Twitter at T R A V I O S C K, where I'm also on Letterbox ranking and rating my favorite not not my favorite my daily movie watches i'm all flustered Mm. and i finally watched wind river and i'm just gonna come out and say it jeremy renner is fucking an incredible actor and i don't care what anybody has to say about it that man is gold in every fucking thing that he's in and i enjoy it and you should watch wind river because it was really, really, really fucking good. I really a, enjoyed it. That's the um, Taylor Sheridan film, It right? is, and probably the only good piece of art that Taylor Sheridan's directed, to be honest with you, because Those Who Wish Me Dead was fucking terrible last year. So I say, I, He's he a good do, writer, though. Good writer. Did he uh, direct High Water? He just wrote that one. That huh? was a good one. Hell or High Water? He just wrote that one. Okay, that's, that's what I'm saying. He's a good writer. I mean, he wrote, you know, Sicario and Without Remorse, and he's a good writer. He ain't the best director, though. So Fair, fair. Zach, where can people find you on the social media? You can find me on Critiker, Zach Master, <laughs> X-A-K-K-M-A-S-T-E-R, TikTok at House Havoc, and Letterboxd, searching my name, Mr. Workman. Uh, you can follow me at Father of the Fear on the platforms of Twitter, Instagram, and Letterbox, where I am ranking all the films that I watch. And uh, this week, I went ahead and watched the documentary Zach Hample versus the World. Oh. <laughs> I thought the man was nice enough to take a selfie with me while we were in New York that right. I should rent his film on YouTube and watch it. And I did. It was nice. It was just a nice film. I like Good. that. Good for Good you. Good on you, Paul. Is, yeah. he, is he your muse now? Yeah. <laughs> now I just I've been following him on YouTube for like four or five years now, and right. I I just I enjoy him as a personality. Right. Good. Yeah. Fight those negative stereotypes. Yeah. That people are really fucking weird on the internet. This guy yeah. has like the worst reputation for people who don't know anything about him. Yep. They probably just read their Wikipedia page like I did, and I said, "Oh, he punches babies." Yeah, that's that's there's a lot of that in the documentary too, where people are just like he just runs over children to get baseballs and he he'll he'll steal an old lady's pension check right out of her mailbox so that he can pay to go to games. Like it's no, ridiculous. They did that for uh punishment for Joe and impractical jokers. Oh yeah. Was he just had to go steal these baseballs <laughs> from kids and shit. Oh and god. People were furious at this furious. man yeah but anyway i i just like hample and yeah like i said he was nice enough to take a picture with me so i could show my kids and yeah hey yeah. kids i got a picture with the guy that punches babies yeah because you know i love baby violence <laughs> I, I told him i had two kids and he said if they were here i would punch them <laughs> <laughs> with loving kindness oh lord <laughs> Uh, good stuff speaking of punching babies yeah what are we watching next week we're watching the aviator <laughs> what has to do with punch of babies but <laughs> i don't know either bring in the blueprints because you can rent it on amazon google play hulu youtube or stream on hbo max nice. oh get the hbo max watch the aviator god uh-huh. i can't wait to watch this movie again oh yes. god i 
Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. We love this movie. (laughs) I'm excited to talk about it. Talk about it. But until then, I just want to tell my really good friend, Trav, thank you. Mm -hmm. Trav, thank you so much for producing our show. Of course. You're the best. Your show's my muse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Oscar (laughs) podcast. Good. Uh, We... We would also like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We would like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. Megan Bellevue was at our house last night. Oh. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at OscarsyPod and on Facebook at The Oscarsy Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the almighty algorithm. I will want to die. Oh, that's true. Uh, so, for Trap, Zach, and uh, let's go play Deli. Good old Deli. Uh, we would like for you all to have a damn fine day. <laughs>